the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Well, I hope you were able to navigate what was a miserable commute this morning. The rain made it very, very difficult. Typically, everybody just takes cover from the rain, but that didn't happen at Westland High School this morning. I don't know what precipitated a big-time brawl, dust-up, whatever it was, but as many as 100 people involved. Uh, Thankfully, we do not have any reports of any injuries. So uh, if you have information on that, uh, great, you can share it with me. What I'm most curious about today is, has your life changed much since the president started to clamp down with his vaccine insistence, mandate, fascism, however you want to refer to it? Uh, he does not have the constitutional authority to do what he did, but just his bully pulpit of being the commander-in-chief, I think will increase pressure on companies of 100 employees or more and matter of time before they get to employees of less than 100. COVID continues to intrude on our lives. I hear rumors every day of this school's going to shut down, that sport's going to shut down. City of Westerville yesterday declared a public health state of emergency. Does this really change your life? Has your life changed? I'd like to know if your life's gotten more difficult or how you're persevering through this time. 844-TALK-989-844-TALK-989 888-844-TALK-989 is our number. You're listening to The Bruce Hooley Show, now airing from 11 to 1 PM. It has been for a couple weeks. Hopefully you're accustomed to that and making it a regular part of your day. 844-TALK-989 if you'd like to participate in the program. Every news outlet should have been leading yesterday uh, with the details in a new book from a reporter at Politico, a liberal site. Uh, But when Bob Woodward brings out a book and he talks about Mark Milley, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs, going rogue, calling China, saying, by the way, if we decide to take any military action against you, uh, I'll call you and give you a heads up. Uh, Why is that widely reported? Well, because it's widely reported because, well, Bob Woodward, I would admit, has a big reputation with Carl Bernstein being the uh, reporters who are generally credited with publicizing the Watergate scandal in the mid-1970s, early 1970s. Uh, But it's also because the Bob Woodward book, Peril, shows Donald Trump to be completely out of control in the aftermath of losing the election to Joe Biden. Uh, The book by Politico reporter Ben Schreckinger, uh, The Bidens, Inside the First Family's 50-Year Rise to Power, uh, I didn't see much about that today in the national news, nor was it headline material for any of the mainstream outlets last night. The objective of Ben Schreckinger's book is not smiled upon like the objective of 
Bob Woodward's book. Bob Woodward's book makes Donald Trump look unhinged and uh, completely uncontrollable. And that is a narrative that the mainstream media likes to reinforce. Joe Biden being a crook, being someone whose son Hunter is a drug addict and a profiteer, uh, that's not a comfortable narrative. Not now, nor in the immediate uh, advance of the election. Uh, you will remember, I know, that about long about mid-October last year, it was the classic October surprise. Hunter Biden failed to pick up a laptop from a repair store. The laptop fell into the hands of Rudy Giuliani, the New York Post, and others who found, wow, emails that certainly seem to show that Hunter Biden was using his father when his father was vice president of the United States under Barack Obama. He was using his father to get access to Chinese and Ukrainian energy companies, make a lot of money as a consultant. Consultant for what? Consultant to line up meetings with his dad. You recall, right before the last presidential debate, when Hunter Biden's former business partner, Tony Bobulinski, that's what we call an unimpeachable source. When Tony Bobulinski, Hunter Biden's former business partner, said this. On May 13, 2017, I received an email concerning allocation of equity, which says 10% held by H for the big guy. In that email, there's no question that H stands for Hunter, big guy for his father, Joe Biden, and Jim for Jim Biden. In fact, Hunter often referred to his father as the big guy or my chairman. On numerous occasions, it was made clear to me that Joe Biden's involvement was not to be mentioned in writing, but only face to face. In fact, I was advised by Gillian and Walker that Hunter and Jim Biden were paranoid about keeping Joe Biden's involvement secret. Well, they weren't the only ones who were paranoid about that. Uh, Everybody in the mainstream media was invested in keeping Joe Biden's involvement in that secret to the point that nobody reported it. Or if they did report it, they reported it as, ah, there's that idiot Rudy Giuliani falling for Russian disinformation again. He's a Russian cat's paw. Rudy Giuliani, dopey Rudy Giuliani, the crazy New York Post, the wild headlines of the New York Post. You can't trust them. All the while ignoring, this is a guy who was in business with Hunter Biden, and he's saying this. So committed to ignoring this obvious news story was the mainstream media that when Tony Bobulinski held a press conference... At the site of the last presidential debate. Fox News was the only mainstream outlet that showed up. No CNN, no NBC, no ABC, no CBS. Because if you see no evil and hear no evil, when someone else speaks of evil, then you don't have to report any of the evil. Has anything changed? So why are you litigating old news here, Bruce? I knew this was real. It's maddening, yes, but you're just stirring up old anger. No, this problem persists today. 
Anybody heard Joe Biden weigh in yet on the drone strike that killed 10 civilians in Afghanistan? Now, I don't necessarily have the same completely intolerant view of that. I'm not going to use it as a cudgel on Joe Biden, but he's the president of the United States. He does have to answer a question about it. He can't just let Jen Psaki talk about, well, Joe Biden, you know, Joe Biden understands, President Biden understands loss. Did you know his wife died in a car accident? And did you know his son, Bo, died of brain cancer? He understands loss. No, we need more than that. We need to hear from the leader of the free world on something that colossally, colossally poorly done. We need to hear from him on thousands of Haitians massing at the border and being flown to who knows where. Reports yesterday are that Haitians are on airlines being flown to Orlando. Orlando is not Haiti, the last I heard. Why are Haitian immigrants being processed and then flown to locations in the United States of America? These are questions a president should have to answer. But he doesn't have to answer them. They're not asked. And he doesn't make himself available for them to be asked. Is this what we're going to accept? Yeah, I don't know. You're asking. Well, what do we do? I I don't know, but I know that this is so beyond the pale. We have become, we have become the frog in the pot with lukewarm water that is gradually boiled to the point where we don't notice how out of whack and unacceptable things are. He's just this doddering old fool who never had to come out of his basement to get elected president. All he had to do was not be Bernie to get the nomination. All he had to do was not be Trump to be president. He doesn't have to answer. He doesn't even have to make himself available to answer. Boris Johnson yesterday, the British prime minister, He's sitting there with Joe Biden. They're both vaccinated. They both have masks on. Why? I don't know, other than political theater. And it's customary for reporters in the room, and they were in the room, to be able to ask questions. They asked Boris Johnson two questions. They start to ask Joe Biden questions. Okay, it's time to go. Gotta go, gotta go, gotta go, gotta go. Shoot him out of the room. So... We got Joe Biden because he didn't have to answer questions. We've got a border crisis he's not answering questions about. We've got all kinds of things he's not talking about, he doesn't have to talk about. I don't know about you, but I've noticed the the water's boiling. And uh, I can't even fathom uh, how hot it'll get with three more years of this nonsense. Are there any schools out there now that are not insisting on uh, masks? Any in the Franklin County area? I'd be curious to know. 
Uh, shoot me an email, Bruce at 989theanswer.com. You can also uh, reach us anytime after hours at 844-TALK-989, 844-TALK-989. Thanks to those of you who have left messages, said kind things about the show. You can also tell us what you'd like to see in show content. There is another effort underway in the General Assembly of the State of Ohio to protect you against vaccine mandates, vaccine passports, and the like. This one is headed by Scott Wiggum, a Republican from Worcester, Thomas Hall, a Republican from Madison Township. It is uh, the seventh bill of some iteration that has come along trying to do a little thing, preserve a little thing called freedom. Uh, Here's the quote from Representative Wiggum. Joe Biden's administration, what they're doing and how they're advancing what they want has probably spurred on the intensity of trying to get something done for the people in the state of Ohio. We cannot sit here and put a dichotomy, word of the day, kids, and only protect public employees and not private sector businesses. He's talking about his effort to protect, not Biden's effort to protect. Uh, So here's the pushback on this from the Ohio Chamber of Commerce. Uh, They really don't want their businesses to be forced to do anything, mandate or not mandate. They want to leave it up to their businesses. The problem is the businesses are going to be greatly inconvenienced by the federal government if they don't cooperate. The businesses who are not inclined to cooperate, and these would probably be businesses in more rural areas. I think the businesses in Franklin County, uh, Cuyahoga County around Cleveland, um, around Cincinnati. uh, Those are businesses that, uh, look, more Democrats live in big cities than live out in the country. The General Assembly has a supermajority of Republicans because more people in the state of Ohio generally side with center-right to far-right. But the cities are powerful influences. And Biden wants to put as much pressure as he can on those businesses to do what he wants them to do. He knows that if he does not get the national vaccine rates up, which he thought would be a layup when he took office, well, then he knows that's going to be a political talking point against him in the midterm elections. He's going to blame crazy people. In other words, uh, Trump loyalists, uh, those who will not get vaccinated. You remember last week he said, we're tired, we're out of patience with you. Oh, that's wonderful. Grandpa is out of patience with us, as if we exist to keep him happy. Uh, actually, Joe, the equation works the other way. But... That's not how he thinks, and it's not how the people of his party think. So what would this new legislation do that is put forward by Representatives Wiggum and Hall? Uh, It is broad enough that it's hated by the people who say, well, you know, you're just going to outlaw all vaccines. No, it's actually not going to do that. It's actually aimed pretty specifically at the COVID-19 vaccine, and specifically at the mRNA technology. Now, the mRNA technology, if you can evaluate it in a vacuum, it's, it's, it's 
kind of well it's very it's very interesting i don't know if it's good it's actually a little i can see why people are frightened by it we're going to put something in your body that's going to send a signal to your body to produce a protein that will trigger your immune system to produce antibodies against the virus. That is, I'll admit, from a scientific perspective, solely scientific perspective, pretty cool that they can communicate with your body in that way. But when you talk about reprogramming people's bodies to do certain things, then people start thinking, oh, what else are you able to do or what else might you be able to do and how do I know you're not doing it now? So that's where the rumors come from that people say, well, I, I don't want anything in there that's going to change my DNA. Of course, you're looked on as a tinfoil hat person if you say anything of that variety. Then there are other vaccines, and in this case, the Johnson & Johnson vaccine, which put a little teeny bit of the virus in you. They say harmless, but the people that I know who've had this vaccine say I mean, overall, is it harmless? Yeah. Do you feel like really bad for a day after getting it? I know I know of only two people who've got the J&J, and both of them said they were miserable for a day. Shivering, cold, nasty feeling. And so what kind of view do you have of this? Like, do you have the view of, why would I go, when I feel fine, go in, get a shot, and then feel absolutely terrible crummy for a day or do you look at it like well i'm gonna go in i'm only gonna feel crummy for a day and then i'm gonna be fine there's so much data out there that i wish i had one thing i wish i had for instance and our authorities have not been very good at providing any data so right there aren't you wondering why is our data from israel why is our data from other countries why is our data not from here that's suspicious. Doesn't it make you wonder, if they're not giving the data, why would they not do that? And the reason they wouldn't give you the data, one of the plausible reasons, I'm not saying this is the reason, but a plausible reason why they would not give you the data is because the data doesn't say what they want it to say. For instance, here's a piece of data I would like to know. I would like to know how many people, they talk about breakthrough infections. You know, the, it's, it's rare, though. It's very rare. You've been vaccinated, you get COVID again. Very rare, they say. Well, I would like to know, what is that percentage? And I would also like to know, what's the percentage of reinfection in people who've had Pfizer and in people who've had Moderna and in people who've had J&J? Because that'll allow me to make a judgment about which one is the best choice for me if I decide to get it. At this point, I'm relying on my own natural immunity. And we got a whole spate of questions as to why that's never referred to. But I wish uh, Representative Wiggum well with his legislation. Love to talk to him about it. Hopefully, he will respond. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.